And we are back. We uh, sincerely hope that you've had at least a second helping of pie by the time you're um, you're listening today. And um, a little bit of disturbing news came out on Wednesday. Alex just broke the news to me. Um, Daryl Hall has refined or Daryl Hall has filed a restraining order against John Oates. Yeah. What's These up are not so the times I was hoping to be living in. Not not what I wanted to celebrate with the family on Thanksgiving. No. But no. you know, we, we move on. Um and uh we're here to to make everything a little bit better. We've got the boys back in town. Um we gave you your Thanksgiving Day uh lineup to to you know, bring in your first million of the week. And then um, I think you should be able to stack this and, and you know, $2 million on a weekend isn't um, a bad scenario. Who doesn't want that? That's tough. What what would bring, I think I asked you guys this, what would bring one of Hall and Oates to file a restraining order against the other at this point in time, this far down? Like, what was the reason for it, A.B.? It didn't say in the, uh, the clickbait that I looked at. Okay, we'll dig in. In my this- experience, it's either money or sex. Yeah, could be both in this case for those yeah, guys because they're just gambling. icons. Yeah, or gambling. Yeah. All yeah. right. Well, maybe it'll bring them together inadvertently. And we'll get some more music. That could be cool. We never know. You got to <laughs> shoot for the stars. I can go for that for sure. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. Is yeah. that your boomer of the week? You you yeah. nailed it. That was it. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Um, Thank you. you. You saved myself from it. Um, yeah. So uh, we we kind of went like full 180 um just in the last half hour building this lineup we had a, an alternative lineup and we've been dancing around we we were hitting last week um this is a lighter week there are only 10 games on on the slate for the one o'clock and the four o'clocks um and we decided with a million dollars already accounted for on thursday we might as well just go all in and shoot for the stars um here for uh, this lineup. So, Maddie, take us away. Where Where do we want? Oh, what am I doing? Where are Alex, you doing? You missed one FanDuel lineup build, and I forget all about you. Give Give us your uh, lineup or your your player of the week. Well, I think, like you said, um, we're going big this week, right? So, a lot of big spending. So, mine's not going to be a value play, but going to go back to the well here with Stefan Diggs. Uh, he's been too quiet for too many weeks in a row. They're playing Philly. No one's going to run anything against Philly, so they're going to be going in the air on this game. Uh, and I think that Diggs gets his groove back here. Yeah, I mean, the the 180 was that Buffalo's got to do something. Like, they're they're taking on water. That team is starting to, like, lose it. I feel like they've got to get – they could probably st- – they could still lose this game, but the over-under is really high, and it's, it could be a shootout only because of the fact that, like I said, you can only do one thing on Buffalo on Philly. So Diggs has been a little too quiet. AB's right. He's due to pop here, and I think the volume will be there this game for sure. Like, they're going to be chucking the ball around. It has I to. Know. I mean, this isn't like a desperation game, but it, it's as close to one as you're going to get to around Week 12 yeah. um, for a potential playoff team. So Yep. It's um, a must-win for them. I mean, they're not even in the playoffs right now. Like, they got to win these games and show up. And, you know, it's it's in Philly, so they're going to be up against it. They're going to have to throw the ball and make a statement. So we'll see. Philly's going to be able to score points. They're going to be able to control the ball um, yep. to a degree. So, I mean, Gabe Davis is another guy to think about here. But, um, you know, for those four catches, 140 yards, two touchdown types of games. But um, speaking of controlling the ball, uh, DeAndre Swift, um, let's get him in there against Buffalo. They have been struggling against the run the last few weeks. Um, 
and Swift is getting the touches. We said it a week or two ago, right? 15 to 25 touches every single week. And yep. um, his floor is 10 points. Um, yep. His ceiling is he gets into the end zone twice where he breaks a big one and, you know, costs, hurts a, a touchdown, you know, tush push. But yep. um, Buffalo's without their middle linebacker, Milano. Um, we'll see if they do anything. I know Shaq Leonard just got released. Um, that could be interesting. Won't be enough time for him to get up to speed anymore. No, and he's not uh, – yeah, um, he's a next-week player. But yeah. regardless, um, yeah, DeAndre Swift is the guy. Um, Matty, yeah, it's an expensive game. It's an expensive game to stack too. So you, like, we had to get pretty creative filling out the rest of this lineup. Yeah. A little precursor there. Everybody will see. Um but there's value. Like we were looking at running back to to be able to squeeze all these guys in. We ended up with uh, our other running back is Jalen Warren. Since he's just struggling, right? They don't stop anybody. They're probably one of the worst defenses in the league right now. They're right up there with the Chargers. And he quite literally stole Najee Harris's job. Like Tomlin came out and was like, yeah, it's his job now. And he's been, he's put up two straight monster weeks. And he's just also one of the most elusive running backs in the league. His elusive rate yep. is like top five. So, um, He's just good. They feed him the ball. New offensive coordinator. They fired Matt Canada. You know, that tells me that whoever's coming in to call plays, and it looks like it's they're going to split it with a couple guys. Like, someone's just going to get the ball to playmakers. And as far as I'm concerned, they only have a couple. So Warren at 6,900 is probably the cheapest we'll see him throughout the rest of the year. So it kind of feels like it fits. I feel like this is a game, too, that, you know, it could get one-sided quickly with a new quarterback under center and Cincy, but I don't see Pittsburgh wanting to lose this game at all. So no matter what happens, they're going to keep their foot on the pedal and keep pushing. Yeah. They've been stealing wins and they know that. So they got to keep winning for sure to stay up there. So seems like a pretty good price point for him. Let's slide him in. Yeah. And just think what he did last week against probably the best defense in the league in Cleveland, um, 15 touches and 150 yards um, got into the end zone. Like, you can do that against Cleveland. You can certainly do that against Cincy. So um, it's not, he doesn't have the explosiveness of uh, HN, but um, kind of like doesn't need the 15 to 20 touches in order to get you to 20 points. Um, yep. So it's exciting to have Warren. I'm excited. This is our first time with Jalen Warren. I'm yeah, we'll see what he does for us. If he disappoints us, we'll punt him right into the moon. If not, we'll claim that we were on him the whole time. Does he go into the Miles Sanders? Uh, no, he's going to have more than that. Yeah, you, right. gotta, you gotta wrong us at least two, three times before we Miles Sanders yeah. you. As we were building this lineup, we ended up near Miles Sanders and we all just went, ugh, and moved on. No, we couldn't do it. Um, no, that would have been won't. the downfall. Watch him score five points. We need a restraining order against Miles Sanders, to be honest. Let's get that. <laughs> Rick, Rick, we got something for you. Get it drafted. Um yeah, <laughs> Rick will put an injunction up there. But uh-huh, uh, right away, <laughs> Maddie, take us to our quarterback. Um, so we're going to play that game, that Buffalo Philly game. It hurts is four hundred dollars cheaper than Allen, and has been just playing better and has much more touchdown equity at the goal line. So this is we just picked hurts because he saved us four hundred bucks. Honestly, you could pick either of these guys. I don't know how you build a lineup. Otherwise, you have to save four hundred somewhere. But we just picked hurts because he was cheaper. And the alternative, we all were circling the wagon on uh, C.J. Stroud, right? Mm-hmm. I think it was his first like multiple interception game in the in the league last week. That didn't scare us off. It was just a matter of um, we wanted to stack this game and not pick. Oh, let's save five hundred dollars here, eleven hundred dollars here to go up to a seventy five hundred dollar player. So that's why our other wide receiver we're doing the stack is uh, A.J. Brown. Um, yeah. 
it seems like every time he comes off a bad week, um, things pop. So what was it? Week two. Yeah. He goes for 17, 34, 15. And then he, he had four targets, one catch last week, um, against KC and, you know, it's not happening like, again. Okay. They're going to look his way a little bit. Yep. And it means too, that I'm assuming I didn't even watch the game. I'm assuming Devonta Smith got most of those looks. Um, he did get a bunch of them. So yeah, he's not gonna have two duds in a row. AJB is too good for that. So, and he's probably, I don't, what was his price last week? It was probably 9k plus, right? We got it a was 9k, savings. I think. Yeah, I think it was 9200. So we're getting him at 8800 at a little bit of a discount, but also like he was until last week, he was in the MVP discussion, like the fringe MVP discussion. But, mm-hmm. um, you know, I, I think there's a Sirianni's a player's coach to a degree and, um, he's going to want to push that narrative and this is going to be a big stage against Buffalo. Um, so, you know, I, I think this could be a AJ Brown 30 point game for us. Yep. So why not? Let's, let's take our shots. Um, we got some cheap, we got a cheap flex and a cheap wide receiver. Um, you want to talk about him? Any, any thoughts there on, uh, uh the guys there? So, I mean, yeah, you said it, we had to save some money. So, we got Rasheed Rice in here only because he's caught touchdowns. And this is, if we're going to go down this cheap, we need a guy who's actually scored some touchdowns and gets looks there. Um, yeah. I don't know why the Chiefs thought they could build their receiver room the way they had. Like Mahomes has less fantasy points this year than Brock Purdy. Do you know that? Yes. And less than Russell Wilson. Okay. More than Drew Locke, though. Uh, that counts as you mentioned both of them. This week, oh, I. Was yeah. going to ask a question, but you threw me off completely. I'm done. We should have dumped. We got to dump this whole episode now and start yeah. over. He Sorry. can have a stroke on air and we have to keep going, but he's going to do that to us, <laughs> AB. Uh, yeah. Rice is a cheap potential touchdown guy. I'm seeing now that Cooper Cup has an outside chance to play this week. Uh, don't know if he will or won't. Yeah. Kind and of even when he does dynamic. play, he's not effective. He hasn't been in the game plan. Yeah, it's true. Um, we got Tutu Atwell in the flex because when Cup was out earlier in the year, he was getting a lot of work and he was seeing a lot of a lot of targets. Um, but there's some other guys down here. You could pivot to like Boyd if you wanted to. It was a little cheaper. Um, Talked about McKinnon earlier. McKinnon, yeah. I mean, you could probably even get real gross and play like if we think the Patriots are just going to run the ball, you could play Z. Yeah, you could play Z. Zone. So Tutu Atwell is a, is a placeholder. You all use your best judgment out there. If Cup plays, I probably wouldn't play Tutu just because none of them are going to score points. Um, yeah. But yeah, two cheap receivers to get you where you need to be. Not not premier sides, not the sides you're going to go for first before the mashed potatoes and the green beans, but um, maybe like, where are you guys at on, on the sweet potatoes, the yams? You put marshmallows on top or are you not eating those at all? They don't make it to my table. Yeah, green. Uh, Gibby? Yeah, no, I'm out completely okay. out. Yeah, so that's what these guys are, right? These are your these are your yams with uh, children. They're for children. These guys are for the children, for the kids. Um, so tight end, mm. <laughs> I I finally pounded the table for Michael Mayer. Mm. Um, not because of his non-existent relationship to John Mayer, um, but looks looks good here. Yeah, I know that, that's the problem. FanDuel doesn't have like the Photoshop of him. Um, which is problematic for me. Uh, but they've been looking his way. And, and anytime I start to see in the first quarter or like early downs in a drive when you're scheming for a specific player, you want to get them involved in the offense. Granted, like his target shares 
is not super high. He's looking at like five or six targets a game, four targets over the last few weeks. But um, they are looking to get Mayer involved. And, uh, you know, he's 4,900. He's cheap. I'd love to get um, McBride in there, but we don't have enough money. Kincaid as well. But, you know, Mayer came out and, you know, was not that far behind uh, Dalton Kincaid, who's getting a lot of sunshine um, in terms of uh, the the draft status. But um, that being said, if you have one go-to John Mayer song, where are you landing for this uh, road trip weekend? For people, AB, go I'll, ahead. I'll start the controversy here. Um, mm-hmm. I'd love to tell you it's a deep cut, but it's going to be "Last Train Home" from his newest album. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine. I mean, yeah, how do you go wrong? Rock vibe. I love it. I do like some of that new stuff. So this is a hard question to answer. I kind of have I two. I have two answers, and one of them depends on my mood. Like, if I'm looking for an upbeat Mayor song, I love "Neon." That's a great, especially the live yep. version of it. Um, if I'm if I'm a little bit sullen, a little downtrodden, it's rainy out, and I'm a little bit sad. Uh, Something's missing is a great jam too. Those are both like obviously earlier albums, but the newer stuff, yeah, new light, like some of that stuff new is light, good. Too. That's that was going to be my go-to, but yeah. slow dancing in a burning room is, uh, is something special too. And I, I go all the way back to 2002. So um, yeah, he wrote that one. With, uh, he wrote that one with Stevie Nicks. Did you know that? <laughs> did he really? No, but would you believe me if he did? I would believe you. <laughs> you could convince me on it. <laughs> <laughs> I'd be I'd be shocked that you didn't already know that. That's how you know I did. I, I knew it wasn't true. Yeah. Um, <laughs> he wanted um so Mayer wanted he and uh Swift to be the next like wow. Stevie Nicks, Tom Petty um combo. And look yeah. uh, Jessica this, Simpson, that one. This is the great thing about this podcast is we love Taylor Swift, we love John Mayer. You don't have to choose sides here. No, nope. it could be both. Like wish it could have worked out yes. for him. Yeah, it's it could be yes and. Um, so anyway. have we approached the uh, the point of the the festivities where if Taylor Swift and Kelsey don't get married, that the world will end? People will just nuke the whole thing. Are we there? We're close. Okay, I'm into it. You know why? Chaos. Bring it to me. Feed me. <laughs> yeah. Um, defense. If I, if I consult Facebook, the powers that be tell me that this is just a distraction from the upcoming election next year. Yeah. So. Classic Biden. Thanks a lot. Yeah. Shouting fraud. Yeah. Thanks a lot, Obama. Unbelievable. Well, it's on Rick. Um, but yeah, of course. If we can we'll we'll round it up with uh defense. Al, you were you were on this one early. Yeah, I'm yeah. not gonna say a lot about it. I like the Texans defense against Jacksonville this week, and it's just simply because Jacksonville sucks and turns the ball over a lot. Yep. Yep. And Houston is getting pressure. Nine QB hits last week. It just it feels like for Jacksonville's performance is a low price for Houston's defense. There's nothing else to say about it other than we think some picks could occur here. Yep. Yep. Uh, Jacksonville has a really bad offensive line too. And they let, you know, it's a revolving door. They're just letting guys in. So plus it lets us do all the rest of this fun stuff. So it's, it's a necessary and we don't pay for defense. That's something you do maybe during COVID, but not now. Um, you guys know I love I love defense, and I'll I'll just put one word in here. Will you Anderson get through the episode? Uh, oh, he snuck. Yeah, I thought he was going to go somewhere else with this. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was. I'm not even going to bring up the defense we almost played. Uh, uh, Will Anderson um, has been coming on lately, and he's starting to yep. become a game wrecker. And he's got an outside shot at rookie of the year or defensive rookie of the year. I know um, who is it? Uh, the Philly. Um, 
Oh, Carter? Really? Carter. So Did you Carter see that play where he almost caught the fake spike last week? Did you see this? He's the favorite. Yes. He's what the a favorite. high IQ move that was for anybody that missed it. That was great. Yeah. Everyone that said like, oh, we have concerns about him. And yeah, he didn't have a great pro day. Like he's still the most athletic freak of nature. I, I was one of those people. I know I was too, to a degree. Um, but Will Anderson's coming on and, you know, maybe this is a play for uh, for defensive rookie of the year to get in that conversation. So yep. um, anyway, like um, we wrapped it up. Uh, Hertz, Swift, Jalen Warren, um, Stefan Diggs, AJ Brown, uh, uh, Rasheed Rice, Michael Mayer, Tutu Atwell is a placeholder, um, and Houston's defense. So, um, that is the million dollar lineup for Sunday. Uh, yeah. Alex, Maddie, any Thanksgiving thoughts for you? Nothing for me. I just hope that, uh, Daryl and John can work this out and we can find some peace during the holidays. Same. Yeah. I'd like to get, we should dig into that a little bit. We do have Stabler coming back. So that could offset um, some of the negativity. We might break even there, which is nice. Yeah. I I hope he's not investigating them. Well, maybe he should be. And then maybe we'll get answers. Stabler's not going to rest until he gets what he needs. You've seen him work. He's thrown more people into walls and doors than anybody on TV. does not quit. No. And he gets Um, away with it. The bad boy. Uh, imagine like the Zaddy Stabler coming over for Thanksgiving. Um, who you know what? You know what's yeah. funny about Stabler? Um, obviously, he's well known for for SVU. But whenever I think about him, I think about his role in Wet Hot American Summer because it was like so yes. outside of what I remember him for. And he crushed. And the can that he's talking to is H. John Benjamin, who's one of my favorite voice actors. Archer, really, Archer, yeah. So it might be. You know what? Watch that with the kids over over Thanksgiving break. Everybody, <laughs> pop that in and get some get some culture. I just watched it on playing a couple weeks ago. It's it holds up. Oh, it's so good. It's so good. So January eighteenth, the return of uh, SVU and all of uh, Dick Wolf's greatest hits. Mm-hmm. Um, Tony P will be on board. Tony P will be on board for sure. Um, yeah. So anyway, happy Thanksgiving to our listeners. Thank you. Uh, I hope by the time you listen to it, you you had a great one. And um, Guys, this is $2 million in the bank, and uh, we just took advantage of the, the you know timeline. Hey, I'm thankful for that money, and I'm thankful for both of you. That's it. Simple. Uh, thank you, gentlemen. Later.